0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, how you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. With the U.S. Open being played this past weekend, there was still lots of talk about the golfers leaving the PGA Tour for the Saudi-backed 54 Tour. Much of that talk has been of the critical nature. But to me, it's all just another example of journalists in our media displaying some very selective criticisms. So, like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to Get a load of this. And when I say selective criticism, listen, for all you've listened to me, whether it's regarding sports or politics, I, 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 journalists today are journalists my ass. Well, maybe that's not fair to say, but a great majority of them I feel that way about. Why? Because it, it, it's just their opinions, and, and don't get me wrong, I have an opinion here, but I don't state my opinion as fact. I state it what is, and I like to think I back it up as fact. Some of these people, you know, if you're going to criticize A for doing this, but not criticize B for basically doing the same thing, that's what I call selective criticism. And for lack of a better term, I call that bullshit. Okay? Look, uh, this business with the Saudi-backed golf tour, uh, Roman numeral 54, you know, the one with Greg Norman being the front man, whatever the hell he is, I don't know and I don't really care. Um, but a lot of people have criticized it. I've seen it in the newspaper. I've seen it on talk shows. Uh, I've heard about it and they criticize it because, well, how could you leave a tour to go play for this Saudi-backed tour when you know the Saudis have been involved in terrorist uh, dealings, you know, behind nine eleven, and and so on and so forth. You know, for, for the way they treat people, for the way they treat women, the horrors, I, I get it all. And I understand that criticism. You know, my wife asked me what I thought. I says, well, it kind of sucks. You, you know, I mean, you want to work? You want to be partners with people like that? So if Adolf Hitler was alive, but the, the price was right, would you be a partner with Adolf Hitler? And I'm sure there were people who were. Doesn't make it right. I couldn't live like that. But but I'm using that as an example, and it's a very legit example. It's a very legit example. But then you, you also have people... Criticizing, there's a lot of ways to look at this. But first, I'm going to say something about the reason because I brought it up in the open about selective criticism. Media, you know, and, you know, Phil Mickelson, you know, what kind of person is he? You know, because he's he took two. They they're paying him two hundred allegedly two hundred million dollars to join the tour. Uh, apparently, they paid Dustin Johnson um uh like 125 million just to join the tour. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a lot of money. What for what price do you sell yourself? Okay? And and you know, that's been part of the criticism of those two men. But I hear some of the other criticism. Well, it, it tarnishes their legacy. I mean, you know, quite frankly, folks, As the late George Young, the general manager of the Giants, used to say to me and everybody else, Russ, it's always about the money. And that's what it comes down to. No, they don't don't give a shit about any legacy. And you know what? It ain't my business what somebody wants to do or care about their legacy. If they want to go someplace for a better deal, they go for a better deal. Listen, I remember when the AFL was starting out, and there was bidding wars between the AFL and the NFL. I remember Joe Namath. I think, Joe, uh, uh, yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think the St. Louis Cardinals uh, at the time had his rights in the NFL, but the Jets paid him the whopping sum of 400 mil, a $400,000 bonus. Four hundred thousand dollars. You go where the money is, and I'm not killing anybody for doing that. Same thing when the USL came, USL, USFL came about. That's what players were doing. But all of a sudden, now, now I. I Right away, I can hear some people say, but Ross, this is Saudi. I get it. And I'm not condoning it because I don't like the fact that any—I would not work for them. And don't tell me—somebody might say, well, Ross, if they were going to pay you $200 million. Well, first of all, let me say this. I'm not in the tax bracket that the Phil Mickelson's are and Dustin Johnson. I think these guys may have made gazillions of dollars already when I hear Dustin Johnson saying, you know, I'll be able to take care of my family. You're able to take care of your family now. So don't, I, I'm saying you got a right to go wherever you want. But don't insult me by saying, I want to take care of my family. I want to take care of my family. You know, Bill Parcells once lectured his players, and he told me this. Once lectured his players, you know, when he was with the Giants and he he told them, I'm sick and tired of hearing you guys say, I got to do what's best for me and my family. I got to do what's best for me and my family, to which Bill said to them, you know what? I don't want to hear that anymore because I'm on the road with you guys. And when you guys are on the road, some of you act like you don't have a family. Just let if you're going to take the money because you want the money and nothing else, that's fine. Uh, when I say, use that as your legitimate excuse. Don't give me the shit that's it, it, like you never made a buck and you want to take care of your family. I, I don't get, you know, that's an insult to all of us. Golfers aren't of the poor ilk, if you know what I mean, especially the names I'm talking about. Okay. So, I mean, you know, people are criti- people are criticizing your legacy. Well, well does, does, who, who's Dustin Johnson going to be? Who's he going to play? Well, it doesn't matter. If this is what he wants to do, that becomes his choice. I'm criticizing of him for working for the Saudis. Because I think that sucks. And quite frankly, I think it's disgraceful. At the same time, and you've be- People remember me saying this at the time when it was going down. At the same time, we just finished the NBA Finals. Warriors won again. S- Stephen Curry, fabulous NBA uh, playoff MVP, wins his fourth title. Fabulous, not not good, fabulous. That's what everybody in the NBA is talking about. Are they talking about the billions of dollars? Is, is the media talking about the billions, billions, like something like, I think it might be like $10 billion between TV and everything, revenue that they make from China? Who put people in what they call them re-education camp, uh, re-education camps? The Uyghurs. They call them re-ed, re-education camps. They're really what are they? What are they? They're concentration camps. I'm not hearing any talk during the NBA finals about that about the NBA doing business with China. I'm not hearing any talk at all about any of that. I'm not hearing any talk during the NBA playoffs. Everybody was talking about Clay Thompson, you know, one of the Splash Brothers with the Warriors, Curry, Curry's teammate. In 2014, he signed with the, uh, the Chinese company's ANTA, A-N-T-A. Then he re-upped in 2017, 10 years, 80 million. 80 million! The now-retired Dwayne Wade, he had a 10-year, $75 million contract uh, that he signed in 2012 with China, you know, a, a, a company there. But that, in 2018, that contract was extended to a lifetime agreement. The Players Association president, C.J. McCollum, he left Mikey for a sweeter five-year deal in China. Gordon Hayward of the Hornets, four-year deal with Anta in China. Another warrior, Andrew Wiggins, in 2020, he signed a multi-year deal with a company called Peak, all in China. You hear any criticism of these guys doing business with a company that's ready to, you know, how they treat people? Forget just the Uyghurs, the slave labor, and and, and all that. How about that? Including American companies like Nike and, and different companies made in China. This made it. It's okay to do business. But or or the atrocities and and wrongdoings going on there, how come they're not mentioned like these golfers? How come they're not criticized like these golfers? Do you remember Daryl Morey, who is what is he now, the president of GM of the Seventy Sixes? You remember when he was the GM of the Houston Rockets, and he tweeted out fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. And he was, for lack of a better term, crucified, and crucified by NBA players, by NBA players, by none other than the wonderful LeBron James, who was criticizing him for not being educated on a subject of China. Oh, okay, okay, LeBron. And don't get me wrong, LeBron has done wonderful things for underprivileged, started a school. But pull your head out of your ass when you talk about being educated and questioning Daryl Morey for saying, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. Are you kidding me? This is what I call, in the open, selective criticism. I think it sucks that these golfers are leaving, to to, pl- to perform and be part of a group, of a government. I mean, to me, it's blood money. It's disgusting. I'm not criticizing them for taking money. I'm criticizing them from taking money from the source. If, if they were going to Timbuktu, I don't care if they wanted to play in a parking lot. Screw the legacy and screw everything else. If the money was right for them, God bless them. I always say this. Who, who am I to tell somebody how to spend or take their money? Their legacy or what they want their legacy to be is their business. Okay? That, that's what you worry about, a legacy. You worry about to me. You worry about your family. But we're also we're also not talking with you know what. It used to be I'll I'll try and give you an example. It's the same thing with the guys who cheat with performance enhancing drugs. You know why? I like the Barry Bondses and the Roger Clemenses and and, and the A Rod. You know why those people really piss me off? Um, Robinson Cano. You know all all of them. You know why they piss me off? because they didn't have to cheat. They were already stars before performance-enhancing drugs, and they were already making big money. Now, if you told me some poor kid in the boonies, in in the minor leagues, who's trying to get ahead, I'm not condoning his cheating, but in my mind, it was easier for me to buy into somebody who hadn't made it, who's trying to make it to the next level. you you've already made your money their legacy is tarnished that's on them that's on them and if they don't give a shit about their legacy that's that they're entitled just like i say f- free agency tells you you are entitled to go wherever you want just like owners are entitled to sign who whomever they choose they're entitled if they don't want to sign them, they don't sign them. But we're talking about a government. We're talking about people, the saudi back. I mean, if you don't understand what's wrong with how they treat people, then there's no sense me talking to you any further. But I'm hearing all this. The minute this criticism started, I got it. I wasn't feeling sorry for the golfers. Oh, poor boys, look at this unfair criticism. No, I'm just saying criticism should be both ways. You can't pick who you're going to criticize. If we're doing all this now, I was hearing it this week with the U.S. Open, with Mickelson being chastised. I don't hear anybody talking about the NBA. You got the draft coming up. You had just finished the NBA finals. I don't hear anybody talking about China now. I don't hear it. What, what, did the problems in China go away suddenly? No, it is still very much there. That's what I talk about, selective criticism. It And, and, and it's selective journalism, and it's, it's disgusting. And believe me, some of these people act like they're so high and mighty. Like, really? You're telling people what to do? How about looking in the mirror and th- thinking and seeing what you do? And you, you know what? People know who I'm talking about. The writers, the people on TV, on radio, they know. I don't want to say their criticism of, of this golf tour is misguided. I, I think, I, I don't think that at all. I think that criticism is well justified. I'm just saying, criticize them. To me, it's not about the money, even though it is about the money. To me, my criticism is of going to work. I don't care if it's for a dollar or a billion dollars. You're going to work for, for people who, in a lot of cases, are murderers. That's why I'm criticizing them. You know, all the other bullshit that comes with it, I'm doing it for my family. You know, that's just nonsense. That's mumbo jumbo nonsense talk. And it's quite frankly terribly embarrassing. So you know, everybody's uh, l- listen. For those of you who remember Daryl Morey again, as I j- mentioned it a little while ago, Daryl Morey was the pre- uh, the GM of the um, Houston Rockets at the time, and he was chastised, killed. He had to take back, back the tweet. He had it like a polit. It was stupid, for what? For criticizing a government. That's bullshit that runs, quote, unquote, re-education camps. I mean, really, don't talk to us like we're stupid. But he got criticized. Not, what, what even insulted me more was not so much that he got criticized, but that LeBron James and the NBA should have been chastised and really criticized for criticizing him. Don't talk about what's inhumane in our country when you just turn your back about the inhumanity going on in other countries. Stop the hypocrisy. Stop the selective criticism. Stop the bullshit. Period. that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd Like to Get a Load of You. So let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so, as always, on Twitter at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Now, I'd like to thank my home here at Believe.com. As you know, I say it all the time, Believe is indeed the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have a great week, everybody. And above all, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.